0: You know, if there's one thing we enjoy here at American Slacker, it's going to live events. Wouldn't you say, Jess? Yeah, uh, from you going to festivals,
1: I like to go and see comedy. There's tons of stuff to choose from.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, who doesn't like a nice night out? And, uh, you know, who doesn't like to save a couple bucks on a night out? I mean, it's expensive to go out these days. Wouldn't it be nice if you could save a couple bucks, Jess? I'm a cheap bastard, and you know it. Me too. Me too, man. What if I told you you could save... A small percentage on your tickets by just entering a code. What code would that be, man? All you got to do go to SeatGiant.com, enter the code Slacker at checkout, and you're gonna save quite a few bucks. Actually, not not a small discount. It's it's a good amount. It's a decent amount. So
1: you're telling me I could go to uh, my pickle hating fest for a small fraction of uh, of the cost of what it would normally be,
0: dude. I'm telling you, you're probably gonna get a drink on us if you enter the code Slacker at checkout at SeatGiant.com.
1: Drink not guaranteed.
0: Rolling. Five, four, three, two, one.
1: You're listening to American Slider Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. right
0: Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Jesse. And today we are joined by our guest, Daniel Tharp, aka Blue Soul. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. We're happy to have you. Can you uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Maybe a little bit about uh, your work with the SCP Foundation?
2: Sure. So uh, I am a moderator for the SCP Foundation Wiki. Um, I've been in and around that that site and community for uh, uh, almost seven years now. Um, oh, wow. And uh, we're basically, uh, <laughs> we've got, we're, we're right about at the 5,000 mark, 5,000 different SCP entities that wow. we secure, contain, and protect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's all it's uh, I I like to kind of it, when I first discovered this I it reminded me of like the men in black or oh, totally. something al- along those lines uh for anyone that's can can you give a basic breakdown of uh of like the foundation for anyone who's like brand new to to what it is
2: sure so the 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 this all happens on a wiki and it is a collaborative writing project it gets into uh, it's basically horror writing is where it all started uh, back in 2007. You know, somebody this actually started on 4chan uh, on a uh, uh, the uh, sci-fi paranormal board on okay. there. Somebody posted this little format of a thing apropos of nothing out of the blue. And people were like, what is this? And, <laughs> and a couple of people were like, I like this. I'm going to make my own my own, you know, put my own spin on it. And uh, so from there, uh, people have, you know, they join, they collaborate, they, uh, you know, get feedback, improve and try to stick to a particular tone, which is that uh, you have this huge organization that is dedicated to maintaining uh, sort of your very normal way of life that they, they contain all of the things and keep all of the, the inexplicable parts of reality out, out of your sight and out of uh, your, you know, uh, your conscience, like you, your consciousness.
1: Wow. It, it's such a cool concept. Um, and, and oh, there's a lot of ideas out there that are cool on their own, but like this has been interesting to me in particular because it's such a community effort. To create this uh, overarching narrative, it seems like,
2: yeah, and and what's what's been funny is it, it looks like it's a big overarching narrative, and every time you know the the narrative or what looks like a big canon sort of grows, you've got an equally large group that's like, I liked it the way it was, <laughs> like, like why why are we changing this? um there's always that
1: group i guess Mm, right well
2: there is i mean because we there's this whole thing of you know stick to the format you want it to to look right and kind of look like it belongs with everything else that's on here so back in uh oh geez i think this was 2014 uh maybe 13 uh for the contest to decide who would win scp 2000 because the way we do it uh we release uh you can write your own and you don't have to collaborate with anybody if you don't want, but it's definitely to your advantage to do so. Um, if uh, when we run out of blocks of a thousand uh, numbers that you can use, we'll hold a big contest to decide who gets the honor of being 1000, 2000, 3000, 4000, that benchmark. But, yeah. The benchmark. Cause it's a cool number, right? And, yeah. uh, and uh, it's for the same reason. There's no particular SCP one because uh, that's a really important number. Like it's you know objectively it's probably the first thing they ever contained. So we let people. There's multiple versions in that same slot actually. Uh, but anyway, for for 2000, uh, the uh, uh, there was a really controversial one where basically uh, all of these articles have an object class, and up to this point there were three, like not four, three. It was it was one of the three, and you could. You know, put every article up to that point in one of those three boxes. Okay. And this one would not fit in any of those boxes, so they made a new object class. And holy shit, the firestorm that this unleashed of people going, no, 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 you, like, what's wrong with 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 our three? Is like, why do we just have to have three? Like at first we only had one. Mm. Like, That's, that's a good
0: point. It seems counterintuitive. Like you're limiting yourself on what your potential could be.
2: And well, and it's funny because that, that, that ended up winning out. It did win 2000 um, in this new unique class that nothing else had before it. Um, hmm. And every time we see, you know, somebody will try something new. It's like, well, this class means under these circumstances, you know, it it means this. And some people are, are even now, this is five years later. So going, I really liked it the way it was. <laughs> okay. Well that was five years ago.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> things have to adapt and change over time, and it's it's cool that this format sort of allows for that, even if there are some
2: sticks. Yeah, yeah there's always a contingent, but but really it it is. There's a lot of collaboration, and um, there's uh, you you know there's whole channels. We're we're still kind of old school. We use IRC for a lot of our. Uh, uh, collaboration and interaction, but there's forums and discords and all the other stuff available and yes. yeah, people will get together. There's little, you know, uh, teams for lack of a better word that, you know, will a lot of times get together. They'll swap their, their draft pieces around mm. and, uh, you know, make a better work. And it, I think it does have the, the benefit of, uh, all of the, all the writing gets better and it's yeah. gotten better and better over time. And that's the thing now it's like the bar is so high because it's been, you know, a decade now, uh, over a decade of just steady incremental improvement to where, you know, the stuff I wrote when I first got there in 2012 absolutely would not fly at this point. <laughs> it, it would be deleted it, like in a heartbeat. And I'd oh, say wow. that because I'm one of the guys that runs deletions.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you have the You'd power. Delete, you would delete
2: yourself. <laughs> yep. you, and, and, that's, and that's one thing is you can always delete yourself as it were because we... Uh, even though it is like a wiki and most people would say, uh, well, it's a wiki. Anybody can edit it. We have a, the, there's a big emphasis on the author. The original author has the final say in almost everything that they put out there. People can make edits for, you know, stuff like there was a typo. There's a, you know, there was a there versus there you know, mm-hmm. mistake. Yeah. Um, Small
1: grammatical things. There. Yeah. little,
2: little stuff like that, but you can't, you know, go into, you know, one of our, really any of them I was going to say you yeah, have like a a really famous piece I'm like well that thing would be better if it had uh, a ray gun <laughs> like, well, well maybe but you don't get to do that it's uh, like the
1: uh, South Park uh turning all the guns in Star Wars into walkie-talkies
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like if, if you can get the author to be on board with it and say yeah they've got permission let them do it then sure otherwise hell no well you know it's gonna it's gonna get uh we'll we'll revert it to how it was um, because the, the authors do kind of have the final say in their works I had to, um, they rolled out this big change to kind of uh, they wanted to standardize on a particular word that doesn't actually exist but um, it, it, it's a amnes- uh, an amnestic versus an amnesiac and huh. I like an amnestic. amnestic is so an amnestic yeah. is something that's supposed to make you forget things of some sort um, but uh, before that word was standardized it was amnesiac and they decided okay that's minor enough let's make these changes i saw it on mine i'm like i don't like that i am oh, to say no. amnesiac because that's what it's because that's what it said when when that was the thing to say at the time so oh, i reverted i reverted my own work on this site-wide thing i said okay works for us nice well it's good to have that freedom uh for the
1: actual creators of the pieces
2: yeah. I mean, you know, we, we want to support them in as, as much as possible, you know, and that means, mm-hmm. you know, give, they're the final say on any of this stuff. Like we're really just the the custodians of, of the content.
1: So it seems like, so anyone can pretty much write a piece. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get put in there,
2: but you, you can, anybody can post an SCP article, um, they get voted on is the thing, mm, and mm. Uh, there's not a, a there's not really an it's okay vote. There's a it's either plus one or minus one. And this community at this point has seen a lot. You know, we, we're approaching the time where we have to do this SCP five thousand contest. Probably in another month, we're going to be right there where we got to do it. So. Oh, wow. You've got uh, a good chunk of the site that's literally seen thousands of these things get posted, and that means the margin for error has you know really come down to zero. So yeah, um, gotta be ready. Get some fantastic stuff out of that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and it's not it's not like it's it's not even the intent. It's just kind of the way it's become is, you know, this is a big community. They're, they're really passionate about it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as awesome if you're a first time writer trying to, you know, <laughs> make your mark because there's a lot of little things that, you know, everybody's got their own little pet peeves that you do wrong. And if you've got, yeah. uh, if you're at minus 10 on your article, it's eligible for deletion and mm-hmm. we'll, you know, roll through it, you know, staff will vote on it. And, uh, with three votes, which are, pretty close to automatic like if this is what the community wants it's that you know it meets all the criteria yeah let's get rid of it oh wow see it's intriguing to me is
0: like uh it's just so different from all the other storytelling or story writing um you know workshops or like uh sites or communities that i've seen and like it's really intriguing because i mean that that bit to adapt to a different scenario i mean can only open up you know a different piece of like your ability to write and that's what i find so intriguing about this it's like you know, this is, like, got to get passed by the whole community. And furthermore, the the whole, like, style of it is different than most of anything that, like, typical writers, when they're starting, at least, you know?
2: Totally. I, I think there's, you don't see a lot of uh, communities that focus on technical writing. It's, right. It's yeah. an entirely different style. Like, you, you know, you can go to a, a, a fan fiction community where it's going to mostly be more of your typical prose like you're just you're writing a story this yeah. is more like this is more like if this was your job and you had to write uh, in the format that your boss expected of you yeah. and uh, yeah. it's
1: like a police uh, procedural type of thing where you have to fill out the paperwork for an accident report
2: yeah yeah mm-hmm. it is and, and, and that's the stuff that, that has the biggest visibility the most popularity um, there is a whole set of what we call tales that are in that more traditional prose format um, those uh, have historically not had the attention, the visibility, uh, the popularity that the SCPs themselves do, but they have some of the most interesting material on the site because in when once you're in that vein of writing the prose, you can do a lot more as far as shaping, the universe shaping how things came to be, you know, in motivations and this can really manifest with different groups of interest, which is what we call various uh, antagonists or related, uh, you know, groups that are in the same universe as the foundation and interact with them in some way Um in building up their motivations. You know, there's a, there's a group of interest, uh, of Dr. Wondertainment and it's sort of a, a take on, uh, on like a Willy Wonka fantastical creations. Um, normally more than a little bit dangerous, but, uh, they're whimsical and, you know, you think Dr. Wondertainment, you think about, you know, Willy Wonka, it's, it's even like the logos, the stylized purple W, like it's very, uh, <laughs> let's call it an, an homage. Okay. Um,
1: there's, and there's a lot of that in,
2: in uh, the joke articles, it seems. Sure. Um, and you, you, know, you can sort of build that universe up and then somebody had an idea said, well, I think Dr. Wondertainment was a woman. I think she was a Hispanic woman named Isabel. And, okay. and, but he did such a great job with the writing. It was like, everybody's like, works for us. Isabel Wondertainment That's it is. Nice. That's and then And then other people just sort of take that and build on, well, you know, well, what if Isabel had kids and, you know, what if they were fighting over the, uh, the Wondertainment fortune or, you know, rights to toy distribution deals or, you know, huh. you know, it gives you all of these options to sort of expand that, that narrative and how it intersects with, with the foundation.
1: That's the, yeah, and that's uh, more outside of the technical uh, ends, which kind of threw me when I first stumbled upon SCP. It was like, what am I reading? Like, Do I have uh, clearance to like read this? It, uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it feels like I shouldn't be here. That, that was my first experience, too. Uh, I got linked to uh, SCP-087 uh, uh, with, with no context. And this is <laughs> you know, it's very chopped. It's very dry, very technical, but also describing this very inexplicable place and this inexplicable vision that they see at the bottom of a stairwell that seems to have no end. Ah, and, yes. uh, and I'm like, what the hell am I reading? And <laughs> so I click the home page, and the homepage looks quite different now than it did at the time. At the time, all it was with it, the the guts of it is still there, but it's said it used to say uh, this content is classified, and more or less if you're reading this and you don't have authorization, we already know when we're coming. That's pretty intense. Oh my god.
0: This is full start, the show about those presumptuous pictures that studios were sure would spawn a franchise, but didn't so back on Eternia, yeah. Skeletor sort of
2: locates the key on Earth. Mm -hmm. with Google Maps (laughs) and then asks where his mercenaries are he's had Uh... to walk past those mercenaries (laughs) to get into the room
0: yeah Guys, Skeletor is rude (laughs) go on okay go on
2: film does not know what mercenaries are Evelyn assembles them but then introduces them to Skeletor as his finest warriors are they his warriors or are they freelancers
0: okay name them please name come on Come on, there's at least one. You're... There's one that's an easy one. Yeah, I know. It's because nice. some mothers always trying to ice skate uphill. The Blade. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's two. Uh, <laughs> look, the fact that we were able to name two
2: characters two. in this you, film. You were able to <laughs>
0: name two. Instantly uh-huh. makes it better than Planet of the
2: Apes. If you like that, you can hear more on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter and Facebook at Full Starts Pod.
0: Now, do you one question I had is, do you ever get people that are like freaking out and like hitting you up because like they're like, is, is this real? Every day, okay, I was wondering because it's like it's M- just multiple like, times a day. Some of this shit, if you saw this, like you just randomly like how you stumbled across eighty seven, and I'm looking about it, and it's and it's an incident that happened at a campus redacted location. It's kind of crazy if you stumble across this and have no fucking idea of what you're looking at. You're like, wait, what? And then you start stumbling across like all the other pages that are in here, you can freak yourself out, not knowing that this is like just like a writing work, you know, exercise. Yeah.
2: And the fun <laughs> the fun thing with that one is like, so you've got the main story and then you've got these exploration logs at the end. This is uh, and the narrative builds up the, the the tension builds up in the story, and it the there's three logs, and it ends with them discovering for the first time a face present at the bottom of the stairs that's just sort of illuminated and it ends there and then there's a link to a fourth log and if you click it it says data expunged it's totally gone oh shit oh yeah so <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, Damn it. what's missing from this fucking story <laughs> and, but but without knowing that they're trying to tell you a story yeah and you know the the, uh, pr- the you know impression is that whatever was in this fourth document could not be, you know, was totally expunged from their records wherever there actually is, it's and like then to keep uh, the
1: piece you can't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: that and the blackouts, man, like a, a true confidential document. Yeah, it. it's, the, it's the old black highlighter oh man one
1: thing that kind of uh threw me off when i first discovered uh the wiki which actually i guess this is a good time to say like how i stumbled upon this i was on reddit and there was i was just scrolling through like the uh uh home you know timeline and suggested uh like subreddits came up and one was the church of peanut and i was like (laughs) what the hell is this and i clicked on it and it showed me this weird like sculpture that looks like there's blood on it and like eyes and like weird shit and there's like it looked like it was all just memes devoted to this weird sculpture looking thing so I was like alright I need to figure out what the hell this thing is so I dig in and it leads me to the uh, SCP article uh, to, to SCP- 173. 173 and uh, I guess this one is a super, super popular one
2: 173 one seven was the original this was the first one ever posted um, oh wow so this was uh, on 4chan on slash x, you know, back in 2007. Oh wow! Uh, it's been uh, more or less preserved in its entirety. Um, so what you're seeing now is basically exactly as it was then. The uh, of uh, yeah, it's 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 the original. Everything's you know uh, been sort of built on the conventions that the were photo laid out. Too? Yeah, yeah. The photo is oh, yeah, that's cool. as it was. So and and what's the tricky thing for us is that we're a wiki and we have to license, you know, we, we have a license that people can share our stuff, Uh, you know, absolutely free of charge. Um, Other people must also share free of charge, but this image is copyrighted. It is not free of charge. So what we had, so, and this was sort of a, a pain point because we got super, super popular. And then we're, you know, there's this elephant in the room of, we don't have the rights to actually show this thing. Ooh. So, oh damn. So this is actually, this is a sculpture, uh, uh from a, a Japanese national and a, and a picture from an installation at an art gallery. Okay. Ah, okay. So, uh, one of our, uh, staff members, one of the administrators, uh, is Japanese, she's Japanese American. She worked with, uh, worked with the artist, tried right, to explain, as much as you can, what we are and, and how this thing came to be so incredibly, you know, uh, not just popular, but pivotal to the work. Yeah. And uh, we ended up getting, and you can see it down there, uh, that uh, the sort of disclaimer at the bottom of the of the work of all of the things that uh, we have had to agree to, basically, you know, we have a license to use it, which is awesome. It was like, you know. Wow. That's a it, big big step yeah it was it was absolutely huge for you know having it all make sense and and be what we wanted it to be um but and that's really the only one like it we would not go through those hoops for anything anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't blame
1: you that's yeah it's a lot of uh hassle but this one, i'm glad i stumbled upon this
2: one first because it seems like a good one to start with it is and and like i said it lays out all of the conventions that uh that people have tried to to stick to. And we're, you know, from the very, very beginning, people are like, okay, so item number, object class, special containment procedures, description. That format has not changed one bit since that work, you know, from 2007. That's and, awesome. And, and that's kind of cool because with as many works as we have now, we've got, I want to say 4,600 over, over, um, Oh wow. We are, you know, I would say probably at least 4,000 of them use that exact same set, but we managed to tell distinctly different stories through each of them. And, you know, it's only, you know, those, uh, little placeholders, that object class description procedures, um, those just sort of anchor the work and, and, kind of, uh, Set it up for you know how the how the rest of the work's going to go, and doesn't really place a ton of restrictions on it. Uh, people have mm-hmm. learned how to work with it and sort of use those to enhance the piece.
1: Yeah, and it's it's cool because like that just set the foundation for well for the foundation.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and what's 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 uh, fun with this is like I was I was actually just thinking about this. I, I recorded uh, my my podcast yesterday, and one of the sh- uh, one of the uh, SCPs that I covered is uh, you know, I actually, I I have my, my script here from the, uh, the opening to it. This is, uh, this is a set of uh, containment procedures and it's the idea at this point is these uh, procedures come towards the very top. So uh, while it's supposed to be instructions for how to successfully contain this thing uh, from a literary perspective, what you're doing is setting expectations and the, uh, The wilder these procedures get, the more there is to answer for later in the piece. So I'm going to give you just the last, uh, a couple of highlights from these procedures. A a foundation certified cannibal is to accompany Mobile Task Force Lambda 14 Manhunters in investigating all restaurants serving barbecue in the southern U.S., Until SCP-4670 is recontained, all Foundation personnel within the Southern United States are encouraged to avoid consuming barbecue pork products or engaging in conjugal relations with Greek women.
1: What? (laughs) What is that setting up for? That's crazy. (laughs) At first I was like, okay, maybe I have a theory that there's like a cook who's turning pork into people. But then the Greek women thing kind of totally threw me for a loop.
2: Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. It's like your uh your buildup to payoff kind of comes from from those procedures. And you know, you set a lot of expectations. Like you have to go back and answer for why does the foundation have certified cannibals?
1: <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like certified.
1: Like, How do you certify a cannibal?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um and and so that that story ends up being sort of a uh, what's interesting is it's, it's sort of a modern retelling of the story of Circe from the Odyssey uh, because this particular writer is pretty well versed in mythology and likes to sort of put modern spins on them, not only modern spins, but in the context of the foundation. Oh, and okay. uh, so it ends up all making complete sense, um, you know, provided you and the other thing is this stuff is not really always laid out to be the most intuitive thing. Like it's written at a college or, you know, post-grad level and sometimes the reading requires to kind of have that sort of knowledge base too, where you're not going to get all of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And along with the terminology, like coming in as like a, a newcomer to reading the articles, it, it, you get lost and you sort of have to do your research. You have to study like the terminology to even understand the articles.
2: Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's uh it's, it's a lot to take in. And uh, at this point, it's, uh, you know, there's more now than ever. And I guess that's just kind of the way that it goes. Um, but there's a ton of guides available. You know, we've got, we are fully aware of what a big honking creation this is at this point. So <laughs> there's a whole guide hub that explains, you know, what's a mobile task force? What are some of the ones you might see? What do they do? What are these object classes? What do they actually mean? Yeah. Um, I went know. into that one for sure. I was going to so, say yeah, real because,
0: quick, can you break down the classes? The four, so, what are
2: they for now? Sure. So w- there's every SCP article just about, there's a, a I would say, you can probably count on one hand the ones that don't um, have an object class. And this class is, uh, it has to do with uh, the difficulty of containment or the ramifications of containment. Um, people will sometimes think of it as in terms of how dangerous the thing is and that's not necessarily the case because our our safest uh unit of our our safest object class is actually just called safe and uh but a nuclear bomb would be considered a safe class scp because if we can just lock it in a box and absolutely nothing's going to happen then it's safe because you know because the the you know, uh, understanding is that well, we're pretty good at locking things in boxes where actually we <laughs> exceed at it. Um, and from there you have Euclid, which is actually what 173 is and was sort of where everything came from. So that was also uh, sort of the, the mystery of it at the time. And we've had to sort of go back and explain this after the fact. We've had to kind of uh, go back and give our interpretation of what that might actually mean, object class Euclid. So um, at this point it's, it's basically the object will, we are not assured that it will stay contained if we just, if we just leave it alone. Uh, it might be intelligent. It might behave, uh, in an unpredictable manner. Okay. So, so we are not assured that we can, uh, just lock it in a box and forget about it. The box might open. <laughs> <laughs> the, they they might they might make their way out of the box, you know, okay. it, the, whether they intended to or not. And that's actually a, a, a big distinction between it and Keter or Keter, if you like pronouncing it wrong. Um, <laughs> Ooh,
1: I hear a flame war. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, it's a, uh, it, it, it's the thing is you only see it uh, written. So it's K E T E R would be totally reasonable to say, keter uh, except it's a jewish word it means crown and oh okay so uh there there were a few of those sorts of references in uh, particularly in the, the newer more esoteric classes um uh, but these keter skips are, are uh, and i i, I realize i just said something i said skip which is yes. uh what we will uh if you've you know I, I will tend to colloquialize scp to skip because it's easier uh to say and uh there's also sort of this in-universe thing that if they're around them all day, that's pro- that might be what they just sort of refer to them as because SCP is you know It's a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful. It's it's like it feels strangely like more formal that way. And uh,
1: I like skip though. That's that's yeah. a good way to do it.
2: Yeah. So so the these Keter uh, skips are uh, more actively hostile or more actively seeking to break free of containment. So. Those three, you know, served the site well and faithfully for a number of years. And then somebody had an idea, Hey, what about a skip that would actually help the foundation if it was used?
0: Hmm.
2: You know, that we're, uh-huh. we're containing it because we think it would actually benefit us to, to contain it. And thus SCP 2000 and this Thaumiel classification, uh, came to be and since then there's been a few others uh, you know uh, there's one where we contain one of two entities because it's the better of two evils or uh, you know we leave this uncontained because the ramifications of it being contained are even worse okay. uh, there's, so there's been little edge cases like that that a lot of people have for the most part just sort of begrudgingly accepted and then <laughs> it's less begrudging with time <laughs> and then it's just part of it it's just part of the site culture
1: well, there's there's always going to be rule breakers, and the, they tend to do cool things. So
2: yeah, and and there's always you know the at this point you can't just tell a scary story. Mm-hmm. We've got those. We've got so so many of those that just telling you know having a spooky guy or having you know uh you know some you know magical item or something like we really don't give a shit. We've seen so many of those. So, you know, it's like, tell me why I should care about this. Tell me what, uh, you know, why do I have any, any investment in containing this thing or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, do I have any reason to sympathize or empathize with either the foundation or maybe the thing itself that's being contained? Mm -hmm. And that is where, you know, at this point you have to have the narrative. You have to be able to tell a story. You can't just have, you know, 173 you know if you (laughs) look away he'll snap your neck (laughs) he he likes snapping those necks that 173 (laughs) (laughs) item 420
0: this bong will kill you every time you try to smoke it
2: (laughs) Uh, SCP 420
0: J oh really someone
1: wrote that one
2: yep that's uh, site administrator quick and Groovin wrote that uh, almost a decade ago now Um, (laughs) it's uh, the best redacted in the world
1: (laughs) Uh, we'll have to give that one a read. We'll probably post that mm-hmm. one, actually.
0: Up on, <laughs> up on yeah. Well, let's get down to the bones of why we brought you here, and that's to talk about SCP-1000. <laughs> All right? And for the people at home that don't know what SCP-1000 is, it's the Squatch. They got the Sasquatch contained in the database.
1: <laughs> it It's a, uh, a Keter class, so, yeah. so it's up there. I'm guessing Sasquatch doesn't like being contained.
2: <laughs> so yeah, and and the cool thing with this was, I think this was one of the first uh, pieces where narrative really became important. And the the thing that I found is that these thousand winners uh, will set the tone for what's to come for the next one thousand. So this was sort of the beginning of where we hey we're actually telling a story with this. Um, yes, Sasquatch is one thousand, but the bigger deal is he's not alone. He is actually part of a uh, a civilization that humanity overthrew, and at one point that humanity—I'm sorry—that civilization actually exceeded humanity's capacity. And oh, wow. And this piece ends, and I, I see you uh uh pulling it up there. I think there's a, a couple of lines at, at the at the very bottom of that, and they're from the perspective of uh, of one of the squatches. If you want to read that,
0: yeah, we forgive you. Given choice for now, not forever, let us back in and uh, I've got to say there's a lot about this whole this whole page that's just really interesting. I mean breaking down the story of like giving them a story of how they've been eliminated down to one to five percent of their population through uh, pseudo disease, and like there's a lot of cool story elements about this that just like it's fun, man, I really dig it.
1: It puts more depth to Bigfoot for sure,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like my. I gotta say, this is my favorite, of course.
2: <laughs>
1: when you said this to us, I was like, "Oh, cool, man!" I, like, I didn't realize that they did a bigfoot. Well, we're always talking about the squatch sightings. Oh man. Show.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I, I heard one in a couple of weeks. Everything uh, you had a uh, really, really drunk guy uh, calling the police out because he was being uh, he was being stalked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squatchers will do that. They're they're a stalking <laughs> like creature. We found out through research,
0: and uh, yeah. Not so, to be confused with rape apes, though.
1: Oh no, those are <laughs> no. what Tennessee. And they jump from the trees. They apparently. jump from the
0: trees. We haven't heard a rape ape sighting in a long, long time. Thank we, God, oh, man.
1: We always have our ear to the ground about any. Uh, uh, maybe we we would be a benefit to the foundation, you know, and trying to continue <laughs> project.
0: We can uh, go for it. The add-ons <laughs> for SCP-1000.
1: So, what are some of your like uh, favorites? Uh, as someone who's seen so many, I'm sure.
2: So yeah, and especially with with the podcast that I'm doing now, this is actually the most I've ever read the site because I I got uh, put in a staff position uh, a couple of years after being there, and the and the sort of backwards thing is the more time you spend maintaining the wiki, the less time you spend actually reading the wiki because you're handling all of the all of the the user interactions and all of the other little pieces that go into it. And It's like, fuck, I have not read a skip in three years. <laughs> And I actually yeah. hadn't. Oh, wow. um, so, so I did this podcast and now it's like, so I'm reading every SCP post and I've read everyone posted this year of which there's been, I think, a thousand already. So wow. uh, between the, the 4,000 contest up to up to this point. So I well, actually guess that's not quite right. There's probably been, well, okay. So here's the thing. every Everything you see on the site, all the articles that are positively rated, that represents, I would say at best, the The best ten percent of the SCPs that have ever been posted on the site, we delete about nine out of ten. Um, oh wow! Because the 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 bar has been set so high, and uh, you know people are incredibly, you know, selective at this point on on what they think deserves to, you know, hang with the stuff that we've got up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of my favorites. Well, I told you zero eight seven was the first one I read. Um, zero nine three was the uh, first one uh, that my wife read and had very vivid nightmares about, which is uh, which is fun. Um, my my flat out favorite is fourteen twenty five, and it's basically it was the introduction of a group of interest that is uh, you could draw some parallels to uh, modern Scientology if they had access to actual paranormal. Abilities, ooh! If they had access to things like mind control, and if they uh, were scary enough, <laughs> yeah. If they didn't, if they didn't just have the power of you know money and you know uh, secret prisons,
1: influence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too.
2: <laughs> so it's uh, it's this uh, really vividly told story of uh, the foundation having to scramble to uh, basically destroy all knowledge or publicity of a book and this book became super popular. It was on Oprah, it was on, you know, they talked about it, uh, you know, all of the hosts of American Idol, and this was uh, about six years ago now, to give you some perspective of like, what would have been like super, super popular. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got all of the hosts of uh, of American Idol, all giving these sort of cryptic uh, conversations back and forth uh, that only make sense if you're part of this fifth church, and then, uh, sort of as one open their mouths and start exhaling black smoke. And the remainder of this episode of American Idol, the remaining 22 minutes or so is just them exhaling black smoke constantly.
1: <laughs> that's horrifying. Oh my God. <laughs> <What> the fuck! <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare.
2: Yeah. So, you know, and that's, that's still my, my favorite piece on the site just for all of the, the cool shit that, that, uh, that the author does with, uh, it jumps back and forth between the uh, the typical SCP format, the uh, you know narration of this episode of American Idol, or uh, and then going into basically how we had to work with uh, people we'd rather not to actually uh, contain this, and uh, we have a, a whole thing where uh, sometimes we didn't actually succeed, but what we've done is convince everybody you know without fail that what you're experiencing now is the way it's always been and uh, uh it, and it's it's sort of a convention that gets used every so often i've actually seen a little spike in it lately of this UE protocol and huh. uh it was this uh
1: mass amnestic or, or it, it, yeah I it's, it's the it's, other it's, word was
2: <laughs> it's basically yeah it's like what you're experiencing now like apparent you know you used to be able to always lucid dream like you could lucid dream on command but okay you know but uh due to some uh, uh anomalous footage that got out that tried to control the ability to dream uh we had and it was too too little too late and uh we had to trigger this onue protocol so uh, now it's only lot. a small percentage of people that can still do it
1: that's okay that's an interesting way to approach it i like that
0: Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch.
1: I have I have to say one of the ones that probably gave me the most like chills and straight up fear. I don't know why, but I mean like it it it's just kind of a horrifying idea is uh skip uh 1733 the is that the, is that the chess machine? This is the DVR of the Celtics heat game. Oh yeah.
2: No, that's great, isn't it?
1: Um I don't know why, but it gives me like chills down my body every time I think about it.
2: No, it's, it's really good. So yeah, that one uh, to give like a brief synopsis, it's a, it's a videotape of Celtics heat. Uh, This was an NBA playoffs game, as I recall. And uh, every time you play the game, every time you play this tape, um, you observe that all of the people in it, the basketball players, the audience, the announcers, they realize they've seen this before. And as it keeps playing, the sort of society within this basketball game starts breaking down. And uh, yeah, it, it starts out easy, like after like the first dozen playthroughs or so, the score is like zero, zero going into the second half because every, they, everybody knows what everybody else is going to do. They defend each other perfectly. But by the end of it, there's human sacrifices. There's, you know, the, the and I think, I think what it is, is like the, they put out there, um, it looks like the stadium is, locked like yeah. these people can't get out
1: Be, it's basically like every time it's played through the people on the tape become more aware of the fact that they're on a tape and start freaking the
2: fuck out <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't know if it's i don't know if it's that they're aware they're on a tape or if they keep observing the same things are happening to them they're aware that they're stuck in this sort of time loop. They're experiencing these same things. And I think the scary thing would be in that they don't know why. Yeah. That's why they start, you know, there's these human sacrifices. They're trying, you know, I think they take Paul Pierce out to the middle of the court and crucify him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It just, it turns into total fucking chaos. So then they just like, the foundation just locks up the tape or the DVR or whatever. (laughs) And they're just like, "Eh, we're just not going to like play that again. (laughs)
2: And and there's and there is sort of a a guiding factor that I think almost everybody on the wiki likes to sort of incorporate in their writing, and that's that the foundation is cold. It's not cruel. Like Mm. once we have enough data to come to a conclusion, and it's likely that you know no more data is really going to help, and we're probably kind of being dicks by doing as much as we already have, then we'll leave it be. You know we know how to contain the thing, and uh, that's one of the things I think we actually. Don't have enough of if you're if you're you know an aspiring writer and you want to get into this you'll have my upvote if you uh, uh, can explore that boundary where you have people within it that may not quite get it they might be a little more uh, a little more cruel they might test a little more than is necessary you know (laughs) what what if on that uh, that 1733 uh, you had you know some junior researcher or somebody that kept playing it because they thought they, you know, were uh, insisting, we don't have enough data. We, we need to know what's causing this. And it's like, we 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 don't really need to know at this point. We know what it is. We know enough. Um, and we're just making people, you know, be, you know, whether these are real people or not, uh, they're very obviously, you know, terrified and frantic.
1: I just wouldn't want to be stuck in an NBA DVR match. Like, right. fuck that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, if you, if you get a choice to ever do that, skip it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I second that. Um, so it's it's cool because then there's the opposite end of uh, the skips where like it it seems to like a lot of it's based in that horror aspect. But there's ones like the what is it? Here be dragons is a uh, is one of the more popular ones. I, I think. There's yeah, and
2: there's a. Uh, I think some of the best ones are ones that start out kind of ha funny and then you realize oh shit that's actually terrifying you know there's yeah. a I'm trying to think of the ones that I think best sort of exemplify that there is one SCP-326 it's a toaster that uh, anybody that is in the vicinity of this considers the toaster to be them they'll say oh that's me and uh, <laughs> okay and so there's you know this sort of the story is it's it's a it's a fairly short story, um, and I don't really want to want to spoil it. But it starts out as, as a silly premise, and then goes into oh oh no, <laughs> like like this this isn't good at all. I I, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, we
1: that's and that's the hard thing about discussing some of these is like they're each their own little story, and like we I mean there's plenty to look at. Uh, so if we do spoil one or two, we apologize on the show, but it's only in the attempts to, uh, I guess, hook you and, and get you into the rest of them.
0: Oh, I was going to w- I wanted to say like, the, and there's also tales. So if you're into something that's a little more like random story driven or narrative tales, I have like read a few while we've been talking and they're like fucking awesome. There's like random, like there's one with a Pokemon, like storyline. There's like random stuff in here. That's just so interesting. If you're not even if you're like I don't want to look at the files right now, you could switch off, and
2: there's just as much in the fucking tail section too, which is really cool. There is actually more non-SCP content than SCP content on the Wiki by count. Oh wow! Um, you take wow. all the all the, yeah. tables, all the GOI formats, all the cannons, uh, which I have, which we haven't even talked about because that's sort of its own, like more like a story arc uh, that might involve some yeah. of base premise being different. So. My, my favorite right now, it needs a little bit of, of setup, but the canon is called End of Death, and we had a contest uh, a while back called the Doomsday Contest, and this is a thing we do a couple times a year, I'd say probably four times a year, six, somewhere in there, we'll hold a contest and, and give sort of a prompt or some stipulation that, you know, people need to try to accomplish in their writing to win. So we had the Doomsday Contest, it was, you know, uh, the end of the world, end of this, end of that, and somebody came up with, what about the end of death? What about if people could no longer die? Like okay. nobody was physically capable of dying, even in traumatic situations. Like oh. if you're like, say uh, you you know, uh, your head gets cut off, you have like full awareness, not only of that, your head is chopped off, but still of your body as well. Like you can feel all of that through these means
1: oh that'd be terrible
2: <laughs> so so there's and this was set up in a work it's scp 2718 um where uh, one of the o5 council who is this group of 13 decision makers for the entire foundation uh one of them dies and experiences death and is brought back and they describe it to the rest of the council and as it's line: death is an scp that must be contained and the whole thing sort of the whole thing sort of built off of that and somebody uh, took a joke article uh, from 2017 and this is 2017-j this is a convention we use for joke articles so this uses some of the conventions of it's basically uh, assuming that people were no longer capable of dying this is uh, a luxury hotel that they chuck your non-functional corpse in and it has all of these great amenities it's got you know a, a stripper pole and a big buffet and you know all, all of these great things that you know <laughs> you, you're uh, you're uh, you'll have a staff of people that will come in and wipe your ass and and do all the things you can't do anymore because you know uh like you're you're not dead but your body has nothing left to it either like, <laughs> it's, it's, and a lot of the jokes do that. It's like it's this combination of humor and horror and that's actually uh, a lot of people think, well I can be funny. It's like yeah, that's, that's fine. It's not, it's harder to write a joke article than a main list SCP because you still have to nail the exact format of an SCP. It still has to be scary to at least enough people but it has to be funny too. So yeah, that's why, you know, there's a couple hundred jokes if that versus, you know, almost 5,000 SEPs now. Well, I, I mean, it, it's crazy.
1: The, uh, just the scope of, of these articles, how it can go from like joke to something that's mm. going to like literally give you nightmares. <laughs>
2: there's, there's one that uh, it actually went the other way around. Somebody wrote the joke first and then somebody else made it scary where mm. there's a, there's a rock and it makes you procrastinate. And the whole article is like, it's mostly blank. And the guy says, it's a rock that makes you procrastinate. I'll finish the rest of this later. And, <laughs> and that's the whole article. That's the joke. And then uh, somebody did a tale uh, called Procrastinati, where uh, they basically ground up this rock and dispersed it into the air and created this totally apathetic uh, society uh, <laughs> through this one little jokey rock that somebody came up with you know, uh, a few years prior.
1: Oh, wow. That it so it's like it seems like a lot of work to do that the leapfrog sort of off of one thing that's been created, um, and go in a totally new direction.
2: Yeah, and and I think that's that's easier and, and more cohesive for you know for everything to really work out. It's not often that people have the the ability to take an entirely new facet of the foundation and you know, build it, you know, understand it at a deep level enough to make it compelling and then have it be interesting to other people. True. And, you know, it's it's, it's a rare gift. There's, you know, there haven't been uh, a huge number of people that have really shaped the foundation in that way. It's all been sort of a lot of it, I should say, because certainly not all of it, but a lot of it's been. You know, there's this established thing. We're going to put a little twist on it, and we've sort of established a little new thing. And it's just sort of built outward and outward. But at this point, when you've got ten thousand articles on on the wiki, then you have a lot of material to work from to build something new, or to look at and say, you know, I really, you know, I really love this. Like I love this end of death thing. I haven't come up with the right idea yet for how to make how to put my stamp on it, but I want to. Um, and you know, one day it'll hit me and I'll, you know, go write it down and, you know, it might be nice of me to show it to the people that were, you know, really deeply involved in that end It's not a requirement, but Mm -hmm. certainly it to them like, Hey, I want to do this. What do you think? And and mostly because they also, they know if it makes sense with what they had in mind and, uh, you know, yeah, go for it and, you know, post it, see how it does. See if people, see if people like it.
1: That's awesome. It's cool collaborative effort. effort. Can uh, can you give our audience a little overview of what you do on SCP Cafe, your, uh, your podcast?
2: Sure. So what I've been doing since uh, late last year is uh, I read every SCP that is posted. I make some uh, I make some selections out of the ones that were posted that week and I get a little recap of each of the ones that I think are really interesting to talk about. They're not necessarily the five best articles of the week. I think they're the, the five that are most interesting to discuss. Now uh, the last few weeks, there's been a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. So instead of my five, there's been seven, eight, nine to talk about um, because they're, you know, I don't want to do them the disservice of not discussing them when they can, I think, be useful to people. Because there's a couple of things that I think this benefits. Um, the, of course, authors love hearing about their own work, which actually benefits me mm. too. Because then they're more invested to go back and keep writing. You know, I, it's it's a little cyclical sort of thing, but they give me material which is awesome, and the material's good. So I talk about it, and then they, you know, they keep doing it. They keep contributing. Um, but it also, I try to talk about things that I see in the work that either I like from a, and try to explain from a storytelling perspective what they're trying to do or where they maybe missed the mark on the format or what, you know, you, you did this. That's not how we would normally go about this, you know, given the, the track record that the foundation built up. We would probably do this instead. And uh, in, in doing that, I think that also you know maybe there's a there's a non-zero chance that it's helping create some better works people are hearing this and they're going okay yeah and uh that's the sort of thing i'm i'm gonna be trying to really focus on in a a new little uh, sort of mini series i guess we'll call it uh called making a monster this is uh basically i'm gonna be writing my first main scp in six years um the last nice. one i wrote was uh SCP-1388. It's terrible, but I leave it alone because I want people to see uh, the sort of things that. Uh, now I'm going to it. Yeah, no, check it out. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's a pair of underwear that uh, you you put <laughs> on and it, they've got superheroes all over them. You put these underwear on and you you know it gives you these uh, delusions of grandeur. <laughs> And, uh, but it doesn't actually confer any special abilities. Uh, it just makes you think you're Superman. Delusional. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, you'll have some guy try to stop a train. They're all mad with power and splat. And uh, <laughs> these underwear make you crazy. Basically. And, that's, and this point. is something that we actually kind of actively discourage people from doing now, which is part of why I leave it alone. As I say, yeah, you used to be able to do something that made you crazy until you were dead but now you don't like, I'm sorry. You know, we've actually, we've totally beaten this horse uh, well past dead. We've, you know, broken its bones. It's practically (laughs) blue by now. So, uh, so that's why I leave it alone. It's like, I could certainly go back and rewrite it, but it's, it serves an important lesson there. Like, yeah, no, it's positively rated. If I wrote it right now, if I posted it exactly as it was now, it wouldn't be.
1: It's important to like kind of preserve that benchmark, and it's it's cool listening along to your show. Which I uh, I was looking for something to kind of clarify a little bit more of what SCP is, and and I you know I have a commute to work, so your show fit perfectly into that, and I've been really enjoying the content.
2: Well, I mean, thank you. I I really appreciate that. This started out like. I don't know if it's if it's just me, but like in the winter time, like around Christmas time, I start getting really antsy. It's like it's I've been locked in. It's all freaking cold out. I don't want to do shit outside. <laughs> right. And I get I get in that creative mode. Like I, I'm gonna like I want to start something new. I want to create something. I do that every around right around Christmas. Like I can pretty much set my watch to it. Like late December, I like buy some domain and start on some crazy bullshit. And uh, the trouble is, the motivation's gone by like February. <laughs> so this has actually also been like, you know, this is a community I've been around for so long. It's a natural sort of thing for me to try and, uh, uh, commit to it and actually do it and commit to a weekly basis. So that's been, um, a lot of the drive behind it too, is just, Hey, you know, it's, uh, if, uh, you know, if you're kind of a, a, serial slacker, which it's kind of the, the, yeah. the, the nature <laughs> of, of, uh, what my sort of creative juices have been lately. It's like, you know, just do it. And the longer you go, the longer you can commit to something, um, whether it's, you know, writing these articles, whether it's contributing in some way, we've got this huge art community, um,
0: anytime, anytime you
2: can sort of stick to a pattern like this, it becomes easier. It, it just, you know, and now it's like, I, I didn't think I would get there, but I'm super excited about recording the show by like Thursday. I'm ready to go. Like, I want to, like, I want to just get in and and knock it out and talk with people about it and show these authors like, because their work, you know, really, stu- you know, really stood out to me. I want to say, you know, I really appreciated it. I talked about it at length here. Um, the uh, quote that I gave earlier about the uh, consuming barbecue pork products or engaging in contour relations with Greek women, that dude was bugging me for like huh, almost a week because I told him like, I can't not cover this uh, this week. Like you are, you are automatically one of one of the five I'm going to discuss just nice. because of this first line. And because it's interesting, it lets me make that, have that conversation about we do this to set expectations and uh, like, yes, it's a, it's an, you know, it's sort of a, what, what? Why? (laughs) Um, But uh, so I actually used that as my lead in for the show last week um, over this, you know, really dramatic music. And it was one of my favorite things I've ever done. Nice. Um, But it's all just been a ton of fun doing the show. And then with the with making a monster, it's going to be about writing. And the thing that Mm -hmm. we keep trying to do is we keep trying to give new writers resources and you're not going to get through to all of them. We have, you know, this huge community. We, we have an age limit by the way. Um, and I, it's, it's 15 years old. It's not super high, but okay, we, we still get a ton of users that are, you know, 12, 11, 10 years old. Wow. That okay. like, like, first of all, uh, your parents should know you're reading this <laughs> stuff. Um
1: that, It's it's interesting to see because if they keep, I I would just tell them keep writing, you know, because if they're doing it at that age,
2: yeah, we don't want to discourage them, but at the same time, uh, it it tends to not be a great addition to the community, you know, (laughs) right? Like it's 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 difficult (laughs) enough at fifteen, like Jesus Christ, I don't think I was a a functional, uh, you know, human until like twenty five, right? Yeah, right, yeah. So gotta
1: start SCP Juniors. (laughs) <laughs> it's not a bad idea
2: I, we actually we've got a couple of staff members that are teachers and uh, one specifically does like uh, really like small education so mm-hmm. that's not the worst idea actually we might, we might pitch that there you uh, go um, but we try and put all these materials out for new writers and uh, this making a monster series is going to be sort of my contribution to that because I'm going to talk at length on every part of it because well, I'm going to be writing it this is the perfect time to talk about why, you know, you know, what the descriptions for, what the procedures are meant to accomplish. And that a lot of like here's here's a weird thing that I've seen over the years without fail. People will go in, they'll and they'll just start writing at top to bottom SCP, blah, 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 object class, Keter procedures. Um, it's like, well, why'd you put the object class in before you decided what the hell you were writing? Yeah, right. And it's it kind of doing it backwards for a lot of people it's because mm. they see this this Ketter class and they go well that's the most dangerous so that's what I want to write it's not necessarily the most dangerous it's also not necessarily mo- the most interesting right but, uh, mm. so it's the idea should come first and then the definition of the yeah. idea after yeah and and it's and anymore it's almost like the narrative the thing you want to talk about the 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 thing you want to get out there is actually more interesting than the anomaly. And that is, uh, what I'm really going to be trying to hammer on in this, uh, in this series. Nice.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to nice. hearing, uh, more of making a monster mm. and I'll definitely be listening to more, uh, SCP cafe, giving me the updates on the, on the weekly submissions there.
2: Yeah, no, thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. It's been, it's been fun. And actually with the, uh, Uh, the community support's been unbelievable. Like I just did this, like, let's see how it goes. Like I've got, I got a microphone. I got, you know, I love doing this sort of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just try it. And immediately people are like, this is awesome. And I realized nobody's doing this. Nobody's Mm -hmm. ever done a regular show is like, so our subreddit has like 350,000 people. Like it's a huge community. Um, nobody's ever done this. Like it, it, I didn't even go into it realizing that I was like, nobody's done like a weekly show, just talking about stuff that happened this week. That's awesome. Like, so it's uh, just for that and having this community now, that's like really gotten engaged with it and really, you know, wants to talk about not just the works, but the show and how to improve it. Um, it's, you know, that's all I need to keep going. It's like, that was the motivation I was missing. Yeah. It's just getting that. And, you know, maybe that's uh, you know, kind of, Greedy or self-centered or whatever, but I think a lot of people are like that. That they need that feedback on their work. It's very few people that are totally yeah. self-motivated that can just, you know, mm. r- you know, produce something week after week, day after day, whatever it might be, and uh, and just keep that up for years like that. I, I don't know yeah. a lot of people that can do that.
1: Mm. Well, I'm glad to see that uh, sc uh, your uh, show SCP Cafe will be going on for, for years to come. Then I, I can guess.
2: <laughs> that, that's that's the plan. I can't put it to myself that way, so I'm like,
1: oh, <laughs> no, don't don't just day day by or week by week. Hey, yeah, do, <laughs> do it
2: you do it week by week, and it stays fun. Like you start talking about like, what are you gonna do for the the thousandth episode? And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs>
1: that there you got to bring on whoever wins the uh the thousand contest or something
2: yeah that's the thing the, the cafe has not had any guests yet um and that's uh, something i'm going to going to get and going to take a little bit that i've oh, learned yeah. here this is kind of this is my first uh, guest appearance on a on a podcast and no oh, nice take what mm. i picked up here and then kind of apply that and see what uh, oh, yes, yeah. because there's things i want to talk about we have these uh uh I told people and I've kind of lied to them because it never happened that when people write these zero zero one proposals which is you know what was sort of the origin story behind the foundation um, I wanted to bring these authors on because in this community that's for most people considered your most important work like it's your Mm -hmm. capstone piece and I want to bring them on and talk about this like go like an hour with them on just all the different facets like what inspired you? What's the what's the deeper meaning? And you know what should people take away from it? And I That's had some good P- Patreon
1: content right there. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh,
2: it, yep, yep. Well, and I do have the Patreon, but uh, I have been really uh, adamant that I'm not doing any Patreon exclusive stuff. Like, i get mm-hmm. stuff a week early, but I don't want any of this stuff to be gated by money because he's right. not gated by money. You know, you can do everything there is to do on the wiki and never spend a cent so i wanted to be very much in that same uh you know in that same mold with Mm -hmm. with podcast and Mm -hmm. patreon so but yeah no it's it's something that i think will be really interesting for a lot of people you know and that'll be more more aimed at like the the experienced types the the writers that you know have been around for a while and like to know what inspires the other people because Mm -hmm. as long as a lot of these people have been doing it they still ask each other Things like, uh, you know, where do you get your ideas? Like, you know, as well as I do, it's not really a thing you can explain as much. Mm -hmm. I do actually try to do that in this making a monster first episode of ways you might uh, poke ideas out from hiding places and, you know, turn them into maybe uh, something you can write about.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. And you know, passion is so important to find in life. And uh, one of the things that like I first took from this is like, there's a lot of passion in all these like papers, you know, the the time that's taken out of people's lives to really just like, you know, people are at work fucking thinking about it, like totally thinking Mm -hmm. about these entries and I think it's so important, man. And you know, you hear a lot of people say it, but it's just if you don't have that passion for whatever, you know, I hate to call it a hobby, but like that thing that you do, that's not work. That's just, you do it for your soul, you know? I just, I really fucking appreciate Side that. grind. And there's a... <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's yeah. good. And I, I encourage everybody, fucking check out SCP. Um, how, how can the people check this place so, out? What's the, the fucking easiest the way? The
2: easiest way would probably be to Google SCP Foundation. Cool. Um, but, yeah, we got slackers here. You know you gotta <laughs> keep it nice and <laughs> um, nice. The, the website is scp-wiki.net. Um, that is the official site. There's tons of communities. We have a subreddit that's, like I said, it's got hundreds of thousands of followers. There's new content. You know, every, every five freaking minutes refresh the page, there's going to be something new. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a great community. I've been moderating that for, uh, uh, oh Jesus, six years now. Uh, <laughs> well, that's so, fantastic.
1: And where would people find uh, your podcast? Well, SCP Cafe
2: can be found at scp.cafe. Uh, nice you can also uh, uh, thank you um you can also uh find it on the usual suspects uh, apple podcast spotify uh youtube uh, there's there's nothing fancy on youtube yet because youtube doesn't care about you until you're worth like a million dollars to them so i don't really care <laughs> yeah. about them yeah um, we know wow, that there. Goes. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah that's the easiest way to consume it awesome i'll keep posting them you know i don't have any any gripe mm-hmm. with them but I'm like, hey, this would be cool if I could like link to these SCPs as I talk about them. I'm just a big card like in the middle of, of my little logo. Like, Here, click this this button to see this link as I'm talking about it. Sounds smart, right? No, you yeah. can't do that. They nah. said, come, come back yeah. when you've got uh, 4,000 played hours in the last year and a minimum of 1,000 followers. Seriously?
0: Geez. Wow. There's a lot of limitations with YouTube. Yeah, they're for, gatekeepers. you, know, you got to earn... Fucking benefits to adjust normal settings that you should be able to. It's, it's for many God, God
2: forbid you give me a reason to want to use you as a platform. Yeah,
1: seriously,
0: it's bad enough they fuck their ad, their whole oh, yeah. ad <laughs> system up really, really bad. So I mean, it's yeah, it's the fucking it, there's mayhem over there. <laughs> so so stick to stick to the uh, podcast players for now. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! But if you're watching us on YouTube, hey, you know, we appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. All the slackers at home tuning in. We love each and every one of you. Uh, If you want to get at me, get at me at MWG Media on Instagram and on Xbox Live at Matty G from HP.
1: And I'm on all them shits at Landers the Plane. Daniel, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thank you guys.
0: This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks. And we'll do it again sometime soon. All right, people. Until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. America.
1: this has been american slacker podcast you can reach the show by searching american slacker on facebook twitter instagram youtube and reddit or send them an email to american slacker podcast at gmail.com you can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker.
2: Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the
0: second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all of my slip, you falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, oh, fucking yeah. high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America. We passing. I'm mapping passin America. I'm, I'm, America. America. I'm slacking America. Slackin America. We joking America. We blazing America. 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 This is fucking America. We second America. We America we America.